Welcome to the Truth CSGO Podcast, episode 109. Today it's all about good Aussie CS. We're going to be chatting with Malta, Alastair, Savage, and Ben the Legend. So gather around, kick back, and get ready to crack open a nice cold tinny of Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Hey guys, this is Lefro. Hey guys, I'm Guardian. This is Daps. This is Nico. This is Nifty. This is Chris J. This is Ferret. Godzera. Flasha. Oh, this is Kerrigan. Are you listening to the truth? The truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. CSGO Podcast. The Truth CSGO Podcast. The Truth CSGO Podcast. Are we rushing in? Or are we going sneaky beaky like? So I spoke to Alastair of Greyhound and Malta of Vertex at DreamHack Melbourne a couple of months ago. And because it's taken me a little while to get to this, I thought I'd actually just do a little more content and instead turn this episode into a bumper Aussie spesh. So I've edited out the dated stuff about how the tournament actually went and just left in all the good pith about the teams or the scene in general. We're going to start with Alastair and then move to Malta and then have a nice long chat with Savage of Encore and his dad, Ben the Legend, where we cover everything from what the Aussie scene really needs to all the juicy dirt on what G2 is actually like in the green room. So we're going to start with Alistair, who actually, as of recording this, is about to play a challenger stage against OG in six hours. And um, we began our discussion by talking about what's happened over the last couple of years, the last three years, really, the pandemic for him and his teammates. It was a lot, I think... Uh for about two of, those year, two of those years, we were not the number one team, or I was not in the number one team, so it made it really hard playing from home and always coming second and third. Um, and then we started traveling during COVID when I joined Renegades and it sort of kicked off and um, yeah, it was pretty wild. How many countries do you think you've been living in the last couple of years? The last couple of years, wow. Uh, we bounce around so much, but we always boot camp in um, quite similar places. So we'll always go to Poland for boot camps. Um, went to Malmo, yeah, no, I'd say at least five or six over the past couple of years for sure and spent a lot of time abroad. Does it feel good to be back here now? Absolutely. Uh, we never get Australian competitions, so to get to have, like be able to do it from home, stuff like that, and see everyone, friends and family, it's amazing. Can you give me a bit of a, an insight into what's gone on with this order thing? Because, you know, everyone has read a couple of articles, um, we've seen a few tweets, What's, can you give us any insight to what happened? I can't completely, like we, we barely know much ourselves. All we know is they went into voluntary administration and yeah, we're sort of just focused on the CS um, and not letting it get to us while we've got so many important competitions, we've sort of disconnected from it. What, how did this come about that you're back in the, um, it's hard to say like black and flowers, but that's yeah, basically yeah. the design. Um, it just sort of happened, you know, our team manager, um, Mr. Gray, uh, we wanted to represent someone for now at least in the time being and stuff and yeah, it just it just happened and Greyhound's such a good name and yeah. I've always called him the Bruce Wayne of Australian CS. You should let him know that, I'm sure he'd love it. I think he fights crime at night. Yeah, I sure. would not be surprised, I'm telling you, he could be Mr. Bruce Wayne for sure. Who are you watching these days? To learn? Yeah, to uh, be inspired or... Yeah. I, I try to watch everyone, I try to sprinkle a bit of, you know, um, Everyone's playstyle. I focus on Brokey. I used to watch a lot of Cadian. Simple is very difficult to watch because he is so ahead of everyone and he's so individually talented. So he's difficult to actually learn and understand all his decisions because he's so far ahead. Um, but mainly Brokey, Zywu, um, those would be my big two for sure. Next up is Malta of Vertex. And we started off by talking about Greyhound who had just beaten them 
in uh, DreamHack Melbourne? Yeah, I think um, their team is like, <clears throat> they have a lot of players who really thrive on confidence. And I think against us, like, you know, they know that they should be winning and they're confident um, in that. And they're also just great players. So when they get the confidence and they're really rolling, um, it's like insanely hard to stop them. Um, so, I mean, there are rounds where you just see Ali just like running up A and he kills four and you're like, okay, like, you know, it's tough to stop that sometimes. <laughs> if he wants to do that, he can sometimes. If he's in the, like, I don't know. And they have, like, any any of their players can do that. So they kind of just, yeah, when they're swimming in confidence, they really just uh, can put the foot down. So, What are you guys looking forward to next? Yeah, I don't know. There are a few qualifiers, like a Blast qualifier. Um, and then there's some more ESL Challenger events around the world that um, Australia's getting two slots for, I think. Um, so you know we're just looking to qualify for those so it's basically the way we see it right now i think um greyhound is like with uh declan as well like i think declan's like a, a vexite like really really good player um so i think they're kind of out of our reach at the moment like we're not really looking to contest with them mainly it's um encore is like going to be our main competitor because um, we'll be looking for that second slot at a lot of events um obviously i'm still confident that um you know we got to find a fifth so once we have the right fifth i think we'll um we'll be able to you know do some damage against greyhound but I do think, um, yeah, they're like a really solid team and I think our goals should be, you know, aligned with beating Encore because they're kind of like next in line with us, I think. Okay, so you'll be fighting for second place. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, for the, for the next six months, that's kind of our goal is like, we know that we can be the second best team. Um, and then from there, we kind of need to establish ourselves there before, you know, we're getting overconfident and trying to go for number one. Because I think you need to be realistic about your expectations in a team. Like, we should know our goals and we have them and, um, yeah. If we all work towards them, then yeah, it's it's good when you achieve something instead of setting a goal like so high that you know it's unachievable and people get frustrated when we're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goals generally are just like don't drink too much coffee, make breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then don't go to bed after one. Ah, uh, see, yeah, I got to learn that. I asked Alistair about order. He's like, I don't want to think about it. I just mm. want to focus on the game. <laughs> Yeah, what insight can you give me in the Australian scene? What do you know? Did you have any idea that was going I, to happen? I think from the outside, we used to joke about it a lot. Um, it, when when I was living in the Renegades house, when we were Renegades, um, we used to kind of just be like, "It's incredible the amount of money they spend," and it's good. Like if they if it was if it was a sustainable investment, then um, it would be a good thing for the Australian ecosystem. But as it turns out, it wasn't sustainable. And kind of from the outside, that's what it looked like because it was a lot of money. Um, like they were spending a lot of money <clears throat> on staff, on offices and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of felt like in esports at the moment, in Australia especially, there's not that money coming in, especially not... If you're a Counter-Strike team and you're getting sticker money, that's like a lot of orgs are sustainable through sticker money and through... Um, like Counter-Strike can be quite a um, net even kind of get, uh, game, like a game to be in. But they didn't have the best team in Australia. They weren't going... Uh, getting the stickers and stuff so I think that's what they were invested like that's why they bought that team out from Renegades um, and then it kind of just never came to fruition it, like it ended a bit too soon um, so it would have been interesting you're talking about Extremum here 100 Thieves no sorry talking about so Order bought out the Renegades roster. oh and Order brought them out yeah and then um, then they never went to the major and never got stickers with Order even though they are the favourites I guess um, for the upcoming major so like they kind of missed it by like two months um, so it would have been interesting to see if that would have changed things um, going forward, but I guess we'll never know. I think I read an article saying orders, um, all the staff and players have been, contracts have been, uh, whatever the word is, terminated. Um, I think I saw that yesterday. So I guess uh, I guess no one bought them out. So a bit of a shame. Despite apparently having 17 offers or something. Yeah, I guess they would have been, 
yeah, I guess maybe they just weren't as much as they were expecting. But yeah, it sucks for the players because they're all great guys and they really deserved. Um, like I think they're looking forward to working with an Australian brand and kind of people who are um, like in the same same time zone and stuff because it was tough with Renegades. Like uh, they were they worked uh, with us really well, but um, it was tough because we'd be having early meetings or they'd be having you know midnight meetings and it kind of just makes it like really tough to plan content and, and all that kind of stuff. So it would have been nice for them to have the office and everything, but yeah, unfortunate. What about Vertex? Because I don't know much about the org. How long have they been in the scene? Can you tell me a bit uh, about them? I don't really, I don't know an exact time. I, I assume like, I think it's been about three years or something. Jamie's just like a kind of a dude who's passionate about esports. I think he originally was really passionate about Call of Duty. Um, he used to play a lot with his friends, I think, and they had a team called Vertex. Like that was like kind of his like, uh, their friendship group. So he took that and turned it into an org once he, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he said to me that he's been inspired by kind of the Greyhound. Like, he really liked the idea of having fun with it and just making an org that's kind of like a homegrown thing. Um, so it's not his main job. He has like a, a job and he runs this on the side. It's kind of like a, a passion project that he wants to grow into. Um, I assume one day, uh, you know, like full-time work for him or something. But yeah, he's just like a passionate guy. He likes esports. From memory, you were working a second job when I spoke to you. Oh, last, oh, that would have been ages ago. Last time I was working... I can't remember. I was working as a dental assistant. I was like a uh, the little the little sucky guy, and then uh, I quit that once. We started getting paid from chiefs. I can't remember how long ago that was. That was, yeah, that was a very long time. That was ago. a while ago. That's a good job though. Are you full time now? Yeah, yeah, full time. So yes. All so of full time since. Yeah, yeah. Um, been full time since. Um, probably since Greyhound days. Since we moved down to Melbourne, so we kind of. I joined the team, and we were, I was really confident that this was gonna like the Greyhound back then was gonna be the best team in the region. Um, and so uh, the, Mr. Greyhound had a house down here that he was like, everyone come down, I'll put you up in it and we'll just play. And it was like, it was a good time. It was good. It was like as a 20, I would have been 22 or something. It was like perfect. I moved in with a bunch of guys who just looking to have fun and just play some CS. So that's all we did. Yeah, I remember the content coming out was just like, <laughs> yeah. this is kind of what we need. Like some personalities in the yeah, scene yeah. and, you know. It was good. We had, we had a great mix as well because Urcast was like just the, he just said things how they were, as just uh, and like a lovable, huge Mongolian guy. And he's just like, I don't know. He was so funny. I feel like, um, yeah, I really miss him from the scene. I think everyone does. So next up is Savage and his dad, Ben the Legend. Uh, this was a really fun chat. And you can tell that because it's basically the longest interview I've ever done on this podcast. We had a lot of fun. Um, and I think it's pretty unique to get the perspective of a young pro, uh, Savage is 17, and his dad at the same time. Um, to accommodate two guests at once, I had to do it in my office. So there's a little bit of an echo. It's not the usual audio quality uh, listeners are often treated to, but um, you can still hear them okay. And uh, I think the good times we have will more than make up for it. So enjoy. I'm sitting here with Ben the Legend, Ben Savage, the father of James Savage, aka Savage, yeah. of Encore. Um, and the way this has happened is I met you, Ben, mm. maybe a month ago? Yeah, at Fortress. At yeah. Fortress. At Fortress, James was playing, and uh, I was just sitting there, and you came up and said hello, and we just started chatting. And I mentioned about podcasting, and you said, oh, that's what you do. Well, you, help, you do do it. That's why we're here. And that's how we're here. Yeah. And that was like one of seemingly a thousand lands we had yeah. out of nowhere after Pretty a drought much. of three years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it seemed like K 
Counter-Strike was just suddenly every weekend. Yeah, although it's died down now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, there's, there's not too many tournaments on right now, actually. It's, it's been a bit of a lull after that Fortress land. Um, obviously, the Major is on right now, which is going to be super interesting. And there's a few tournaments coming to next year. The schedule for next year is being released, which looks super yeah, that interesting. Looks pretty good, yeah. Um, in what sense? Nice. I, I think there's there's just a good kind of line of tournaments, and it's good that it's been laid out, um, so teams can kind of plan when to go to Europe and what to do, and yeah, it just looks exciting. And hopefully, there's a IM Sydney or something coming up. So, have you guys started planning what is going to happen next year then? Um, not so much because it, it only kind of just came out. Um, but yeah, we'll have to work it out. Maybe just we're going to try and focus on qualifying for the conference. Um, so the, the Pro League Conference, um, I think it's in February, um, and then hopefully do a boot camp before that, something like that, try and get extended stay as much as we can, get as much time in Europe, because yeah, right now it's, uh, it's hard because Greyhounds are overseas and Vertex were overseas, they only just came back, um, so it's, it's a bit hard to get scrims, so yeah, it's, 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 it's always good to you know, get overseas when the you pro, can. The Pro League is going to be a big one, because obviously Greyhound Vertex and Encore are pretty much the three. There's a couple knocking on the door, isn't there? DZG mm. and Rooster yeah. and that. But so one of them will miss out, really. Yeah. Um, either, yeah, one of them. So you were about to say you were about to say some name. I was but about to say Greyhound, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, obviously one of the teams will miss out on the Europe Pro League, and we that's that's pretty much the first time the Pro League was the first one I ever went to. That was the one where I got interviewed because. Mm. Um, because Mike got COVID. That was the beginning of the legend. That was the beginning of the legend, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't even know about it, actually. I got um, interviewed. The boys won. We won a map off NIP, I yeah, think. Yeah, Won a map off. The, the first game, Mike got COVID, so then they boys... That's Mike's our coach. Mike was uh, the coach Hudson. at the time of LFO, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then, and then they said, oh, you might as well stand behind and coach. So I just sort of stood there and put it, put, I put the um, flag on my back just to look a bit different. And then, yeah, we won the first map, and then Heku's come up and said, oh, I want to interview you, and I didn't want to. I just said, no, like, I'm just standing there. And all the boys are going, oh, no, do it, do it, do it. And uh, so I did, and then they put it on Twitter, and I woke up the next morning, and it was going bananas, but I didn't even have Twitter. So James had to set it up for me on the, yeah, on the day. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> wow. Just the Twitter nerdies were just spamming. <laughs> like, it was crazy. It was just 20 plus, you know, 20, how it goes 20 plus. It was just spamming people were like, oh, we got Ben Savage. Someone's, ben come Savage. Up, someone's come up to me in one of the ESL um, admins and said, uh, actually, I think it was Sabrina, who's now doing Mouse. She looks after Mouse, the team manager for Mouse. She's come up, she said, oh, Ben, did you see that? You've got a hashtag. I said, I, oh, what's a hashtag? I've got no <laughs> idea. I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. So. Wow, you, you, you catapulted like three levels of mm. boomer yeah. in one overnight. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. We set the, when he set the Twitter up, it just went, <laughs> the Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter. It just kept going, yeah. ding, 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 ding. So yeah. It was cool. Awesome. And then, and then all, these, all these guys that I've been watching with James since he's been a kid growing up, you know, from 11, 10, 11 years old, you bump into them in the lift at Pro League and they and they knew me. I was like, oh, how good is this? Amazing. All these guys know me, yeah? Amazing. Yeah. Nico's saying hi in the elevator. Yeah, yeah Nico's saying hi. And Dad's like, who's this? <laughs> James goes, that's Nico. Yeah. Oh, no, Nico, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> I say, I say um, savage a lot. So if I say it, mm. I'm not talking about you guys. Oh, just being savage. Which which is a question that I'm sure you get asked. Yeah. Is, is Justin a part of the family? <laughs> We'd like to say so, 
but the truth of the matter, I don't think so. No. Maybe we're definitely closer related than most people, I think. Well, you yeah, have to be, yeah. We have some sort of relation. But no relation. Somewhere in okay. Europe, Scotland, maybe in Savage, Norway, when something we're, like when that. We're, Vikings. When we're Vikings, yeah. Or something like that. Wow, so it's just a coincidence. Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's, it's yeah. super weird because I remember when I was younger, I was about maybe nine or ten, and I was kind of getting into it. I was like, oh, I want to be a pro. I looked and I remember seeing, looking up like best Australian players, and it was like Justin Savage. Mm. I was like, what? He's taking, he's taking my spot. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was like the same initials. Like, but we'd already, yeah, it's JS too. Yeah. JS, yeah. But he'd already made his name as Savage before we knew Justin. Yeah. Right. Because his name was, what was it? Jedi Savage. Oh, it used to be Jedi Savage. On Minecraft. Yeah. Je- uh, I think yeah, you yeah. did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was me doing all Excited the half of that name. Because I love that Jedis. Was, okay. So, so I, I, Dad, no, well, no, Dad's username was, he loves Star Wars. I like Star Wars as well, yeah. but he loves it. So his name was always Jedi Savage, so I just copied him. Uh-huh. Um, and oh. the OG face it players will know know the, the old Jedi Savage, because I, right. when I used to be called Jedi Savage, um, it was a all different right. breed back then, but... Yeah. Now yeah. um, we're reformed, we're savage now, so... Just straight yeah. savage. Because yeah. uh, I remember when JKS first really started making a name and the casters and commentators going, yeah. why hasn't he called himself Savage? Mm, nice. yeah. Yeah. It's a layup. It's a good name, isn't it? Yeah. So you, you, did, you just snuck in there and took it. I, I took it right out of his hands. Yeah, I know, he missed out. He did. really did. No, I think he's doing all right for himself. No, I think he's doing all right. <laughs> well, I, there was a whole conversational tree um, that I was going to go down. All right. You know, where it was like, so what are you guys doing for Christmas? You know, yeah. is Hooksy coming <laughs> over? Justin, yeah. Like, what's ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the commiserate, commiseratory, yeah. you know, celebrations planned? You guys, mm. is he is he going home for tomorrow? Yeah. No, none of that. Okay, well, look, let's let's talk about where you came from. Um, you started on a team called Downfall. I did. Yeah. Um, who, who, what was I? Mean, I, can, I found three or four players on HL TV. Yeah. One of whom's got a new team, but the others don't seem to be. In the game anymore so who yeah, was that yeah, yeah. so that that was back in i think it was early 2020 so this was COVID, and i'd previously been on a team that was lower than that and it was kind of this decision to make should i move to this team like take a kind of gamble um ended up doing it and we, yeah we ended up doing pretty good actually and that kind of catapulted me because i was kind of in that team i was kind of the you know young up-and-comer because i was only fifth i was still in the 15. Mm, so um yeah they were just always trying to set me up help me out um moop who's one of the kind of like older players in the scene he kind of taught me a lot of things and yeah we, we ended up playing in tournaments and actually doing all right i think we you got we, semis in ones didn't you? you got the semis in one yeah i think so yeah, and we, we versed in one of the major qualifiers we versed order and you know we took a map off them could could have beaten them um, we played good against Renegades, and yeah, that's kind of what started it. I mean, before that, I kind of, I'd never, I'd been off the radar a bit, and then kind of that kind of catapulted everything, and... But they'd, they'd seen you in FPL, wasn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah FPL. So a lot of the guys. Yeah, I, I snuck into FPL, um, thanks to Conky, because <laughs> basically I'd, you know what FPL is? It's, it's like, it's called an APL now, I think, um, which is, it's like the pro league, just the individual kind of league, and... I I hadn't qualified, so I'd been grinding with Bogeyman. This was around when COVID just hit, mm. so everyone was out of their jobs. So everyone was just at home playing. Like the queues would start just at one off, p.m. Yeah. So everyone's qual- trying to play. We're playing. I played like I don't know oh. sixty games yeah, in a month. Yeah. Like I, I, it was. It Were was you a at lot. school though? 
Was I? Yeah, it was school holidays, I think. It was school, yeah, I think it was school holidays. Yeah. And I was just playing, I was literally getting up for, at like 11, playing till like 10. Like I was just, I really wanted that FPL. And it got really close and on the last day of it, I had to win, I was me versus Bogeyman. Bogeyman's another player. Uh -huh. And only first gets through, so it was me against him. And I, I was like four games behind him, so I had to win like four or five in a row. And, and I, time was running out. Yeah, and time, time was running out. And I ended up winning like four, but I was like two points behind so him still. And then, and then the time ran out. So I was like, like I was so bummed because I played like so many games in, in the month. And yeah, I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I was so sad. And Conky was like, nah, like. We're taking we're, two. Yeah. We're taking two. And I was okay. like, wow. And that's kind of, that's what really, that kind of started. That was before downfall, I think. Yeah, that, that was, was before yeah. everything. So Conky was the gatekeeper at the time. A little yeah. bit. He, yeah, little he, bit. I mean, he was like admin, yeah. He was the admin and I think he, he saw, I guess, some potential. Well, the amount of work, and the amount yeah. of work you And I, I played so much and I really wanted to play with everyone. And yeah, that's kind of what started it. And then. And why isn't Bogeyman sitting here today? Where's he? He's still, he's, he's in he's a still pretty playing. decent team. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm not sure what he's doing right now. He's, he's played on a few good, he's, he's really good, I think. Um, I've, every, every time I play with him, like, yeah, he's, he's, he's solid. Yeah. He's sort of on the, he's, what is he, the fifth, sixth sort of around that. He's not quite yeah. broken into the top sort of three yeah, teams. Yeah. Okay. I think he has uni and stuff as well. Like, okay. Yeah, and he's so. a bit older too, so his reflexes are, you know, nah. they're losing him. He's pretty <laughs> quick. How old is he? He's we love quick. Bogeyman though, we love Bogeyman. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like 20 something, 26. He's a bit, yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he has a... I think a life out outside of sex now, so. So, so then, so then someone from Direwolves plucked you out of APL or? Well, somewhat, yeah, I think. Um, it was kind of that I got plucked into Downfall through FPL uh -huh. um, or APL. Um, and then from Downfall, um, I think it was, it was Sterling and um, Hazard, I think, had, were watching the games that I played with Downfall. Um, and they were saying, oh, like, He's pretty good. Um, and then I think Ofnu, um, Ofnu left, and then something like Noobster got banned for betting. Um, so then those two were on th that original team. So then they needed two players. So then they came to me. Um, and it was a bit of a weird time because they weren't sure what they were doing. I wasn't sure what was happening. Then, yeah, I've, I, I kind of got integrated into the base roster there. That um, was Avant, wasn't it? That was Avant at mm. the time. Um, and then Avant ended up falling apart super quick after like two yeah, weeks. weeks um, and then we just, we ended up going with Direwolves, which... Well, it was okay for a while. It was so, alright, yeah. and then... And that left. Then LFO. And then LFO. <laughs> what happened with Direwolves? Um, well, be careful. What can we say? <laughs> no. Really? It's, yeah. Spill it. Give us some tea. It wasn't good. Um, I think I, I, I'm just going to say what I think Sterling said on Twitter. And it's basically just a management kind of problem. And I think they're reforming and I've heard some better things about them. But it was just kind of couldn't communicate with anyone within the org. It was just super hot. I mean, we hadn't been paid for however long. Um, and it, it was super weird because we, we did, we'd been trying to communicate with him and he'd just say, he just kind of, Ghost us basically. When it's like you know, we need to get paid. Like that's why we're. This is the your manager. Yeah, yeah. Was, guy. Yeah, as a diewolf, and we'll, I, we'll I just think, call him Mister Direwolf. Yeah, Mister Direwolf. Yeah. Okay. And and it was it was it was really hard because we just weren't sure like what to do, and we ended up having to tweet. And Sterling tweeted, and the funny thing is, as soon as he tweeted. 
two hours later, we all had our money. Wow. So the tweet got a lot of attention. It had, and then obviously divers have shat, shat themselves. They're like, okay, we need to like keep this on the low. A little public pressure. Yeah, basically. Okay. And that's kind of, then they, you know, they handed over and we kind mm. of, we parted ways with them at the end. But I've heard only good things from them. I think they learned from Yeah, yeah, I've seen only good stuff about yeah. it. So. And, and the same people involved? I, th I think, yeah. I I'm not sure how it's all running now, but I think, I know I've heard things that it's all trying to improve because they had some other problems in other games as well, just how they ran it. So I think they've, they've really, ref they've reformed. So I've, yeah. Okay. It's, I think they've learned from it. So then when did looking for org, you, there, was a, there was a gap between direwolves and LFO, wasn't there? Was there? No, they just, you, just, you just went straight into LFO. I thought we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so straight into looking for an org. Yeah, yeah. We, just, we, we were thinking of names of what to do with our team. Mm. Um, we were thinking just random names. Yeah. And we're, I remember, I forgot who said it, but they were like, why don't we just call ourselves like, we need an org or something. And we're mm. like, oh, that yeah. doesn't sound good. What about looking for org? Yeah. Okay. That'll work. We'll Actually quite it's pretty sensible catchy, because... Yeah. Yeah. Well, LFO is a great band, but yeah. but also like <laughs> you don't like if you call yourself Tiger, he's like, oh well, I guess they've got they've someone got, backing yeah. exactly. Tiger. Yeah, yeah. We just we wanted to make it painfully obvious for orgs to see <laughs> that we need one, um, and it, and it's also a funny thing because I know it stays in your head when you see looking for org. Like, yeah, well, what's a lot going of, on? there's a, there's a few European teams now that have put the LFO into there. Yeah, that are looking for org. Yeah, there, right. So we the boys made it popular. Pioneers. Yeah. Pioneers. The, the OG looking for org. OG LFO. Yeah. yeah. You could start an org up called Looking for Org, and then all the LFOs will be just promoting your brand exactly. then, without even knowing that. We were actually brand. thinking about <laughs> free business advice to all the listeners. We were honestly thinking about doing that yeah. and getting sponsors in, and yeah. yeah, but then now happening. Do an, um, order, do an order thing and do a crowdfunding. Yeah. Okay. It was around that pro league where you guys kind of became quite visible. Mm. Is that the first time? Because yeah, that that's kind of what yeah. I remember. Yeah. Well, we had some, we played some pinnacle tournaments. So there's like little tournaments in Europe because we'd, we'd gone to Sheffield in January, early, early January, 2021. Sheffield? 2021? Yeah. In the UK? No, it was, yeah, 2021. 2022. Yeah. No, 2022. No, that was this year. Was yeah, like, it was this year. No. Yeah, Sheffield was this year. It was too. Yeah, it's weird. This year's gone yeah, super, yeah, super Yeah, COVID's quickly. just turned yeah, yeah. time well, into time a Time is like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was early this year. You were over there. Yeah, um, yeah so yeah, we, we ended up going in like Jan, around Jan, and we, we were in Sheffield till kind of, kind of just before Pro League. And February, March. Yeah, we flew March. to Pro League, and that was about, yeah, it was about two months. And that was, that was a interesting time in Sheffield. Cause, in the um, UK? Yeah, in the UK. Why were you in Sheffield though? Um, so, yeah, I think it was cheap. cheap. We found we found this because it's a university town, oh. and it was it was actually a pretty cool place. Mm. And people, you know, talk smack about it. You ask anyone from the UK, they're like, "Oh, Sheffield," but it's actually yeah. really nice. Um, and we just ended up finding um, a house with five rooms, and then a little corridor, and then a little living room. So we we as soon as we got there, off to IKEA. Bought yeah. a bunch of desks, put them yeah. in. We got some monitors sent. But they us. did it all off their own back because they didn't have any yeah. money. Yeah. So this was all prize money. Using funded. all their prize money up. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we we were burning money a little bit, but we it's worth it for these. Where had the prize money come from? So the that was here. Yeah, that was from we had DreamHack prize money. You won heaps. There was a bunch of yeah because before, before they left in 2021 and 2020 there was just tournaments all the time more so 2020 but 2021 there was just australian tournaments with a lot of money kind of coming uh -huh. in and there was like kind of these weekend qualifiers and stuff and you guys money. had the discipline to put it in a kitty yeah, yeah i guess so yeah yeah um and yeah we just put it 
kind of that all added up to the, most of the trip and yeah we were just in Sheffield for two months it was definitely a change of like pace for me because I'm used to just you know living at home yeah and I was you know I was still 16, You're 16 yeah. I was 16 and it was it was a big thing obviously my mum came over for a bit actually and she stayed she really enjoyed it's it city yeah so I'd go, go have nice. dinner with her after practice and I'd be like you know this is um yeah it's different a, definitely different yeah um so yeah i it, it was good. It was and there were some older guys on the team, right? APOC was like 34 yeah. or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was super weird because you're all so close to each other every day. Mm. And the practice was super hard. And because you're versing, you know, the best teams in the world were screaming like the top teams every day. Um, and I remember there was one day where the internet went out. So we had to get up 8 a.m. for this official. Yeah, it was, was, first, it was a pretty much your first official that APOC got there. Yeah, yeah. APOC got there because APOC had some like stuff. A bit later. To, yeah, but when we were going to the, like when we were flying over at Dubai, he had um, some things and he had to head home. So we actually, we hopped on the plane to UK and we're like, where's Mike? And like, oh, wow. yeah, Mike had to go home. So we ended up, we played with Spellin for a bit mm. in the UK in these little tournaments who, who was really kind to sub for us. And we were, it was sort of, it was another unknown kind of going into it. Anyway, Mike came back and on the first official, he's jet lagged and we have to get up at 8 a.m. So we're so tired. And I remember going out I there. I think you played 0-0 Nation. No, no, it was another team, was I another think. One, was it? it might have been. No, it was another team. And, and we go, I got, I walk out because um, I'm the last out of bed and, and everyone's just sitting in the lounge room, just like looking at their The feet. internet was off. And I was like, what's happening? And the internet's down. So for our fish, first official back, it was down. And it ended up happening. Sterling's mum rang the internet company from Australia and got like the grid fixed or something. <laughs> but so, they had to start one map down. And we had to start one map down. Yeah. And so we were all crushed. And then we ended up losing that game. And, you know, from there it was like, it, was, it wasn't yeah. a great start. I, I want to hear that phone conversation yeah. where she's Sh offloading to some yeah. Sheffield some UK person. customer service yeah, yeah. operator. She's from the UK, so she knows how to do it. Oh, she it. is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she talks the talk. Yeah. Okay. That's a crazy beginning. Did, yeah. did you guys find um, that there was a discrepancy in your practice and your results? Like, were you owning top teams in practice? I would say to, at the start, it was it was a lot harder to, it was a definitely a change. Um, towards the end of the last few weeks, the last kind of month, um, I think it was a lot better. Yeah, you've I taken maps off yeah. phase, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Or I close think, to. Yeah. I think at that point we were kind of still learning how to play with each other and, and how to actually run a system. And we, I feel like we never kind of really got that going then. I think we've experienced a lot more now to kind of understand how to do that. but. We, yeah, we were, we were trying to find our kind of place in how to play. Um, and we never kind of got that going towards the kind of end of that. Um, and then, yeah, we were scrimming FaZe a lot. They were kind of our scrim buddies. Now a lot of fun to play against them. We were doing pretty good against them. And we had a lot of confidence um, going into in Germany. And, and um, what's the other, the other team you were playing too? The guy that lent us the, the, the mouse pack. Oh, Ents. Yeah, we'd play Ents yeah, a lot. Yeah, we played Ents a lot. Too. Um, like the old ends and now yeah it's just awesome playing against those teams um, but yeah it's definitely it was definitely a change for me um, in Sheffield and you know going to Germany we were super confident and yeah we ended up you know doing pretty good so mm. and then yeah then it was then it was a bit rocky after that but yeah so then when did Encore come knocking how did this happen 
Yeah, so when was Encore? It was in Dallas before just Dallas. Before, but just before Dallas. So, oh, yeah, because another, you know, oh, wave yeah. pushing oh, the, us down again. The Middle Eastern. Yeah. yeah, so we had a Middle Eastern guy that he, he was, I don't know. Well, he was keen. I don't he sounded know. pretty keen. He, he was super keen and he worked for like the, the government somewhere in Abu Dhabi or something. Uh-huh. So he had a, quite a bit of funding, so we thought. Yeah. Um, and he basically he said, "Yeah, we're going to sign you guys." He he even drafted a contract for us, mm-hmm. so we flew over there. Um, we were boot camping at in Leek Camp in in um, Germany, Weiblingen in Germany in mm. Stuttgart, and on the dime of this, was well, supposedly on some that, yeah. yeah. So so he's agreed to pay for the boot camp and everything. So we're there, and he basically said he'd pay for the boot camp. He paid for transport, like he paid like five hundred euros for us to like drive from. The airport to where we were where we were staying at Lake Camp, and then he just he messaged us one day because a few days in he was kind of not responding. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm, I can't like I'm not gonna like." That was before RMR, door. wasn't it? This was RMR. This was before no. This wasn't RMR. This was after. Okay. And this was like at the boot camp before Dallas and Sweden. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he yeah, just said, "No, we, I can't pay for the boot camp. I can't pay for anything. Sorry, bye." So we're like, ah. Uh, <laughs> We're, so we had to try and organize meetings with the the leak camp people and say we don't have any money. Like <laughs> this guy said he'd pay for us and he hasn't. And we're like, you got catfish by a shake. That's the one. I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. How bizarre! Shake. Super bizarre because he paid for the transport, which was a lot of money. Can you name this person? Is he a visible person? Or you no, worried about getting? I don't think. So. I don't think we said well, no, what it was. No. I don't think we ever said who it was or what it no, was. No, no, but. I th- yeah, it was just yeah, it was just. But, super... but do you think he might be out there doing it to someone else? Why, no, why? they've got a team. They've got they've got an esport team. Yeah. They oh, have okay. So he yeah. was a legit player. Yeah. Well, he was, he was not player, but a legit, in the scene. Yeah. They've a, got a, a legit or, or yeah. they have got um, in different titles. They've yeah. got. They've yeah. Got right. Teams, so, I think it's but, something with the Saudi Arabian government or something. They have okay. like an esports division or something yeah, like that. Push it. And he's like one of the heads of it, and he has to. Yeah, I don't know why that happened or how that pulled out and why he pulled out, but it, are, yeah. Are okay. any of you guys gay? No, <laughs> no I don't think so. No, it wasn't. Might have scared him off. I don't know. He might have had. I don't. I'm not sure. I I think it was it was kind of a hard thing as well um, because we weren't sure. Kind of like because there was some other sus things that happened before that. Just careful. We're getting too close. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There was some other stuff that he was a bit sus about, and we weren't sure to go with him. And we're like, okay, we'll just we'll just do it and try it out, and it just didn't work at all. Yeah, right. And actually, it's thankful that it didn't work out because we found Encore after that, um, and that was just that was APOC, and he was friends with this guy called Carl who owns Encore um, now. And he, Carl was basically he he wanted to come back into esports. So he had started in esports and he ran events quite a while back, I think on Early, the Gold Coast in Queensland. Yeah, like ages ago. Um, and he apparently he, he used to do super well with those events and he ran them super successfully and he's known. And then basically one day his wife was like, you need to stop doing gaming. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just stop. Like if you want to, you know, basically come out of gaming, he's like, okay. So he came out of gaming, stopped running events, stopped doing all that. Um, and he was friends with Mike and he just decided to come back. He, he, he went off, he made this huge solar company in Queensland and he's pretty successful. He's, he's very successful. He has, yeah, uh, InStyle Solar it's called and yeah, he, he runs that and he's like, I want to come back to esports and make this like a, you know, a full-time thing, make it, 
Um, and Mike goes, oh, I've got the exact thing for you. Yeah, exactly. And how's his marriage now? Like what? Yeah, they, yeah they're going all right. I think they're good. Yeah. So he, he made the money in solar and yeah, she was happy in many ways. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so, yeah. It seems like Australian orgs are just kind of propped up mm. by these entrepreneurs yeah. who've made their money mm. in something else mm. and they're like, I've got a passion, I've got some mm. coin, I've got some power or some free time. Yeah. Like well, William Gray and I've spoken to Carl a couple of times. He, he he's he's a shrewd businessman, so he I think he knows how to make an org work. Mm. Should be really interesting to see how he goes. So. Do you think it's working? Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be good if the boys qualified for Brazil. That would have helped. That would have been nice. <laughs> I think it was hard because. We had Azza, we got obviously Azza and Gratisfaction. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in we'll a sec. Yeah. Well, I'll just say the brief brief bit about it. Um, before that, it was hard to get him over because um, it was, it was, we were kind of, he was trying to sort out all the contracts and all that stuff with them. And we, we were kind of unsure of when he, we could get him over. And it ended up being like a few days before the open or right, yeah. it was on the day of the open quals. Mm. So we ended up having to use someone else to sub and we ended up making it through, but then it was the close calls were in the next few days. So we only got a tiny bit of practice. Um, we ended up playing pretty good. Like we, we, we you took map off. Yeah, we, we took map off. Well, times. you could have, you, you won the first map easy. Yeah, really. we, we smashed and then it was on your map, map pick and yeah, anyway. And then it was. Who knocked you out? It was Greyhound, yeah. Greyhound. So we smashed them on Vertigo and then kind of got smashed on the last two maps. So yeah. I think the last two maps we hadn't actually been able to get a scrim on them. Mm -hmm. So we might have scrimmed Nuke once or something, mm -hmm. and then the, I forgot what the other map was, um, and we just couldn't find scrims, so we didn't get, we just had to pug it, kind of, and just go into it, just playing loose. It didn't work too well against them, because obviously they're a very, very well-structured practice mm -hmm. team, so. I feel like those guys joining should have been massive news, and I didn't hear about it until I was at one of these lands. Oh, well. Yeah. I, it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. It was on like, yeah. Oh. There was there was an announcement video. I must have been well. asleep that day. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, booming. Yeah, it was it was a cool little video actually. I like that video. It was like yeah, yeah, it was good. Man. It was good, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's unfortunate that we couldn't make, you know, the the minor or, or even Dreamhack. Yeah, Dreamhack, annoying. you missed out on. Yeah. Well, that that was really different roster, but yeah, yeah. it's annoying. Um, and then Pax, obviously Pax. Just Pax, just yeah, yeah. Just missing out on these stage ones, which is yeah. what I want to do. It's really <laughs> frustrating. But. Well, I mean, you've got, now got two people in your team who have a lot of high tier experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So hopefully it comes to fruition. Do you feel like they have a leveled up view of the game? Um, it's honestly, it, it was it was kind of different because I kind of look at them as like untouchable perfect like because mm. i obviously when i was younger i watched them at the major watched them go that you know they're you know best in australia i was like you know but yeah they have they have their issues and things that they can fix as well obviously they're very good players very skilled they know what's happening but it kind of made me realize how yeah you can always you can always kind of like improve and always get can, better. everyone no matter where you are no matter like how good and how like not good you are you can always give each other advice you can always help each other it needs to be that kind of level-headed like look at each other equally and 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 you know tell tell each other what you need to do and what and like have you know civil discussions and stuff so i think yeah it's, it's they're really good players and i think um 
there's, there's, a, there's a lot to be learned and there's a lot that we've already learned from them. So, yeah. You would see that you would, you would watch more of his matches than almost anyone. I assume you watch them all. Oh, yeah. yeah so, so from an outside well, perspective. Up, I get up in the middle of the night, watch all the, <laughs> the European teams. I love the game. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what have you seen in the, the, on court? In, you know, how, have you seen them change since these heavyweights joined? Um, well, not, not a great deal because I haven't, I haven't really, I can't, I've, I can only watch on the, on the screen. Like yeah. a couple of times I'll go in the room and sit behind James and watch, but I can't hear any of the comms or anything, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't really know. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, to me it looks like they're going similar to what they went before. Right. Um, but as you said, it's, it's, it takes a bit of time to get used to the two new players probably. Yeah. Um, I think that... I think the game's a lot of teamwork involved in the game, a lot. Like, mechanically, they're all, all the guys are pretty close. You know, if you put them one-on-one, one-v-one, they're all going to be pretty close to each other in terms of their accuracy, shooting and movement and stuff like that. And I think the thing that, that differentiates the teams is, is, the, is the teamwork. And, they're, and they're, you're talking, you know, milliseconds of, of, you know, a flash in. If it's not timed perfect, it doesn't work, you know. So... That's the sort of. I think that's where the Australian teams need to get better. They need to it, train better. It's also a lot about having an identity, and what I mean by that is having an idea of what you want to do within the game, and it can be like a generalized kind of thing. And you can also look at it on like a a micro kind of level, um, meaning that like, do we want to aggress two points of the map at the same time, like, you know, a team like Fury, or do you want to, or do you want to play back and only kind of put pressure on each side at different times? And so it's kind of, you can look at it, you can go small, you can always go smaller and smaller. So you can kind of look at it like that, but then you can also look at it like one of the sides when you're putting pressure, should we putting more util and then what util and then how does that util react? So it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's super hard to do and it's what the top teams have done super well is finding what they what works for them because you, you kind of look at each top team in the top 10 and each of the teams is vastly different They're from really different yeah and just by the way it's, it's it's actually not that much but it actually is kind of a lot at the same time and the way that they react means that you can beat each other because if you're just trying to copy Navi which we've done in the past if I'm just copying Navi copying their strats copying well, you're not going to ever be as good as them and you're probably not going to be as good as the teams below them. Um, you can copy certain things and aspects of how they play, but you need to really find how to use your players and the strengths of your players to enable them into a way that you know, creates a successful you know, winning round, yeah. um, which is super difficult. And that's what's the hardest I've kind of realized in the last year is, is what you have to do to be the best. And it's super hard and it takes a lot of you know, five really, really good players who are all committed to kind of same idea. And it also is a lot of based on the IGL and how the IGL explains them some up themselves and how they want to play the game. And I think a coach would make a big difference too. That and a coach helps as well. well. I mean, APOC was coaching, so that might help. Yeah. Um, but I think that makes a big difference too. Mm. So you guys don't have a coach right now? Um, we do. Well, we have APOC is coaching. He's sort of stepped out. Who, did Azza come with an idea of how he wants to play or did he just go, what do we want to do? Um, I think it was, he had a little bit of an idea. I think a lot of his ideas are from kind of his extreme days and I think a little bit with 100 days because obviously he was out of the game for so long, for like nine months or something. 
and he kind of hadn't really touched the game. He was just kind of living his life during no CS for a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think it's just an, it's kind of just have to get back into the meta, fill it out a bit. The impression um, I get with, with things like meta yeah. and how you want to play is that it's very much like um, scissors, paper, rock. Yeah. You can learn scissors, but then... Then rock comes along. Yeah. yeah. And, and so the best way to do it is seemingly like people like Carrigan do it, where you go, we can play any of these three, yeah, and if we see, we see um, paper, then we're going to use scissors, scissors. which yeah, seems to be like, the, the, you know, it's three times as hard. That could but be your new strat calls. Scissors, paper, rock. Paper, rock. <laughs> you had it here first. playing rock, paper. <laughs> but it is basically what we're doing. There's, there's different defaults that we have. Mm -hmm. They're set, so like, you know, there'll be a passive one, there'll be an aggressive one, and that all just depends on how the other team's playing. Because if, for example... Reading them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, they're, if they're playing off brackets on Inferno, so off mid, uh, when we're on T-side... Don't tell them all your well, I'm just saying one of them. Um, we might do a more, we call it aggressive, aggressive liquid, and you basically throw the util fast, push, because you know they're off, they're not going to be playing on it, um, you can kind of just push them Take back space, super yeah. easy, and then it's kind of just trying to use as least util as you can um, to get them off, and that, that's kind of what it comes down to, I guess, is having the control. Um, I, think, I think some of the main problems with us, though, are just kind of making the right decisions in those kind of broken rounds, because mm. the broken rounds are kind of rounds that where you don't really see them again. Mm. So you have to have like an, a bait, you have to have an understanding of like, so maybe you've played that round similarly in some pug random times, and you kind of just have to have the concepts of what you do in certain rounds, like, you know, go together, trade together, double peak here. If you have those kind of basic ideas, you can win those rounds better, but it's, it, it, that's kind of another aspect of CS, which is probably a little bit lower than kind of having like an idea, but um, ha also having a um, an idea of what's doing those broken rounds, and those are kind of the two things that I think make like a really really good team. I never heard the phrase broken rounds, but yeah. I do remember seeing maybe it was you guys or maybe it was um, Greyhound mm. at at one of the tournaments recently playing an international team, yeah. and it was on Nuke, and you, they had an execute, and it kind of half worked. Mm. And yeah. someone was like caught with a few smokes outside and it was like, do I go secret or do I go back because yeah. we've lost someone in lobby. Mm. And I remember thinking, this is where a pro player really takes their time. Mm. And this player just kind of kept pushing down secret and got killed and then the yeah. round was over. That's and it. it felt like a discipline, but also a confidence thing. But also like you say, like how many times have I been in this mm. position yeah, yeah. and what's my protocol? When this happens, I stop, I slow down, I regroup to so make sure that if I get traded, you know, if yeah. I get killed, I get traded. Yeah. It just seemed like there was a big gap there with, with different those teams. broken rounds, like with what happens yeah. when an execute doesn't happen yeah. or someone yeah. pushes you and pressures you and you've lost a bit of the map. You, you can definitely notice it. Like you'll see, you'll see FaZe, for example, you talk to Kerrigan. You'll see them, they'll just be in this, looks like a very unwinnable round. And they'll just play it really smoothly, super nice. They'll take the kill here, they'll push it. Like, obviously, you can't win them all, but their percentage is a lot higher than a lot of other teams. Obviously, there's a lot of teams now. But I just remember them specifically, especially around Rops, because he's kind of the late round player. The way he kind of like puts a picture of where they are and plays around it so well. So, just obviously putting his percentage up, it's just, yeah, it's really good. And that just comes from, I guess, experience and understanding the game understanding the players you're playing against. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing game, it's super complex. Spatial awareness is like so much a part of it, isn't it? Yeah. I, I've talked in this podcast before when I used to play uh, futsal 
Five on five, so it's yeah. like Counter Strike, and you become really aware of all of your teammates. And even when, it's like, it's even when you're you're not seeing them, you kind of have a weird awareness where of where they are, they are yeah. and who you could pass to. I remember playing Counter Strike after like a lot mm. of futsal, and my off positioning and knowing where my guys were without having to look at the radar and mm. stuff actually felt better. Mm. And I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence that a lot of the top players played soccer. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, true. yeah that's true. true. Because you have to. Like your sphere of, I don't know. Peripheral vision. No, yes. You just got to know. Awareness, it expands, and, right? And that comes with experience too, playing with each other. You just end up, that's all the good AFL teams, the good NRL teams, basketball. They all just, they played that much together. They know where everyone is. Like right. Pass without mm. even looking, stuff like that. Yeah, so someone's always going to be. the same be, with this, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's really important um, that, because sometimes you can kind of zone out a little bit and, you know, not look at the minimap, not do that. Um, and yeah, it's really important to have an idea of, because if you miss a reaction, especially the spots that I play mostly, and that's kind of on the wing, so kind of on my own a little bit, and being able, you have to really understand what they're doing and the information that they have and how you can kind of, you know, slot in, like push through, like, you know, um, push door on nuke or push ramp to try and like on a rotation timing. So if they put pressure somewhere, then obviously a CT will rotate um, and then off that you can kind of push and there's kind of there's always little timings everywhere and finding them in my specific role is kind of what you do and the best way to do that is just watching best players and kind of what they do and, and I think a lot of people watch this is a bit off topic but a lot of people watch top players and they'll watch the demo they'll kind of just be like oh yeah okay I see what's happening but if you have to really look at everything that's happening in uh, I mean I've talked to some of my friends who have like watched demo we've watched I've watched demos with them and it's kind of being aware of what they're doing and how that links to what you're doing as well. You can't just watch the single play, you have to actually watch the whole game. Yeah, and, team, yeah. yeah and, and that's where you get the most, that's where you learn the most from, I think. I think when, when, when I've watched demos of Lurkers, you really need to have your earphones on. Oh yeah, of course. Because then you can go, oh, they just heard that footstep. Yeah. That allows them to realize someone's yeah, yeah. rotating or whatever. Yeah. Who, who are you watching? Rops, Rops I assume. Um, uh, I like, uh, really like Vitality right now, especially, I've always liked Mouse, especially when Rops was on Mouse. Bit is really good um, on Na'Vi. Um, there's, there's so many good lurkers, like there's so many good players coming up, so many good teams now. Um, you can kind of watch anyone really in just the t kind of top 10, even top 20, and you can learn so much. And it's super interesting how it all works because you watch tier 1 CS, and it's a lot I would say it's a lot more slower than kind of the, the teams coming up. And it's super interesting because the teams coming up are always trying new different weird nades, mm. different styles to mm. see like what will work to break through. That's why yeah. I love watching we play. Yeah, we play. Because they exactly. do crazy yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and we've, we've experienced that in Sheffield because we're versing all these like random like Russian teams that we've never heard of that are just like yeah, somehow just crazy like that you know. yeah, yeah some of the teams that you guys played i saw a few of them and it's like how, how are these guys not top 10 right, right. and then they go and play phase and do really well against them and it's against them. like yeah it's, it's, it's and i think it's when they do all that crazy stuff against these good teams that it might work for a couple of rounds but yeah. then they yeah. work them out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly um, well I, to me like the idea of doing random crazy shit all the time is just like doing um rock all the time yeah rock all yeah. Yeah. do is scissors yeah. oh, paper sorry you yeah know, just hold back and be yeah. disciplined and wait for you to do something crazy. That's right, yeah. Yeah, it might take four or five rounds to work out. These guys just play rock the whole time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like these calls. These are good. Yeah, rock purposes. <laughs> I'm destined for a coaching career. Yeah, yeah. My most important question, 
How, how do you guys differentiate between Hazard and Azza when the comms are getting... <laughs> Hazza and Azza. Well, we have Aaron and Jared. Yeah, they, they call them by we first name. By, okay. So Aaron, Azza. There's still a lot of assonance there, Aaron and Jared. I could... Mm. True. Hazza um, and Azza, Aaron and Jared. Yeah, I, I think we did... I think the main people who get actually stuffed up is me, because I'm, I'm James, obviously, uh -huh. and Jared. James and Jared always get stuffed up. Right. So sometimes he'll say, like, oh, Jared, come, like, come long or something. And then Jared will go. And you're thinking, I'm short, how can yeah, I go like, long? Why am I going? <laughs> right, yeah. so this is you thinking your name is Jared. Well, just muffled. No, as in, as it will call, yeah. he wants me, but he'll say Jared instead. And oh, I'll be like, okay. why is Jared going there? Right. It's weird. So this is Azza. Yeah, so that can be a thing. And that, that's been a thing in the past, actually. When we had Jay, Soju, it was Jay, James, Jared. Yeah, that would do That's us. a nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. I, I didn't have any problems with it. No. But I when you have because i'm i only have to pick between two whereas if you're like one of the players with three j's it's like no, it's way too hard let's let's broaden our scope a bit here because yeah. it's interesting yeah. hearing about um encore and i um i'm still kind of in the dark oh. as to what happened with order oh yeah i don't i don't know much about order um i just saw it on twitter one day it's, it's gone uh, i I'm really interested in the business side of it too. Like I was, I was at Telstra for a little while, um, about 20 years. So I, I'd love to see, I don't know how the business models work for, for orgs. I mean, I'd love to get it. I'd love well, to get it. Obviously they don't work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> in Australia they're not, no. Yeah. But then you look at, you know, I saw in Forbes magazine, you know, FaZe and I think Cloud9 were, were, were estimated at a value of over half a billion dollars, like 540 million or something. Right. You think, where, where how's that work? Like, where's it all come from? So that, that interests me, that stuff. Because if, it, if an org can sort itself out in Australia, you know, we can do really well. We can, I think we can do really well. Um, well, what, what, what I assume that we're missing that people like FaZe had was offshore gambling well, that'll help, won't <laughs> shell it? companies. That'd help, wouldn't it? <laughs> or oil Making companies. 300 grand a day off people in America gambling illegally. Is that how you do it? Right, okay. Oil. Straight to the Cayman That's Islands. how the super yeah. team was funded was in that? 2017, oh, right. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Ben? Yeah. Get, get into the oil. Oh, Cayman Islands. The... I, can, I can live in the Cayman Islands. I can run No, you don't have there. to live there, mate. Just, just get the company registered. Yeah, set up a shell company. <laughs> you can stay in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be magnificent. I'd yeah, love to do it. I think order would... I think it's just a, the management was a bit... Like, the way that they managed the money was, I think maybe too much out and obviously not enough in. Going, and so. I, th I think they released it and they were like negative 200 grand a, a month or something. So yes, but I mean, that is the sort of differential where it seems suspicious. Yeah. Because it's insanity, right? Yeah. So either someone, you know, needs to go to hospital and get medicated or mm. they were doing something dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know enough about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know too much. I just remember hearing about it. Um, I think... Yeah, I just remember, yeah, because they had so many staff, like they had so many people right. spread across so many like games and streamers and teams. And I was always wondering like, you know, how are they doing this? Like obviously they got crowdfunded, which is good. But yeah, it, 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 yeah, there was something that was a bit weird about it. And then obviously yeah, it kind of all fell apart and then got released. It's, yeah, it's not good, like that kind of thing. Because order was, you know, a big staple kind of in the OCE scene. And having like another org guys, you know, you know, no one likes that. So, well, it's yeah, great so. that the Vertex have been doing so well. Yeah, with so. Jamie, Jamie running it. That's pretty good. So now they've got you got three now. Greyhound. Yeah. You got Will that took took Greyhound off off um, off order. Off yeah. order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's good, and it was good to, to see see them qualify. I mean, good to see any of them qualify, but it was good for Will. You know, he's put his neck on the line. Yeah. And have gone there, which is great for him. And I feel like he is somewhat responsible for the visibility of the scene. Like, yeah, he is, for, yeah. for all the money Order had, mm. they were not nearly as popular as Greyhound was in yeah. 2017, 2018. No, right. Like, yeah, yeah. they actually had a presence. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. Order were, were identity-free, as far yeah, as I can tell. I remember going to... Um, we go to IM Sydney when you were little. And yeah, Greyhound yeah. well almost almost made it, didn't they? Like I think so. Stage. Yeah, they played in it. Who was that? It might have been Order as well. It was. Yeah, the, yeah they put, they played really good at that. Event, yeah. I think. But it's good for Will, and hopefully. I think Greyhound beat SK or something in the yeah, first round. Like yeah, they played yeah. good. They did good. Yeah. And then yeah. Order lost to Cloud Nine or something. <laughs> James and, knows it all. And uh, who was it? Uh, what's his name? Rush one v forward them or something. It was <laughs> okay. like fifteen fourteen. And Rush 1v4 them, and then they lost and they couldn't qualify for stage or something. Oh, that's going to Yeah. Yeah, you've got a good memory for that. He's got a good memory for that stuff. He remembers, like, what happened on round four and, you know, you were crazy. Okay, yeah. Well, you've got to remember, he's probably only filled up a third of his brain. Yeah, that's true. You and I have been uh, rewriting sense. the same hard drive now. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes conversations I have with him, I don't even think there's a third full yet. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, well, like, what, what do you guys think about the Australian scene? What, what, what would you change about it? I mean, you've got the bird's eye view, you're mm. in the thick of it. Mm. Mm. What do you think we need? More lands. More, lands are good. Yeah, I more think, when people can come and watch. I like yeah, I, I think it just comes down to people taking it more serious to an extent. I know, and just being more professional about it. Um, like there's some teams that are super good, but they're just not professional. They don't really take it serious. It's hard though, because they're, they're not getting money and you've got to live, you know, that's you have a life, so. It's, it's, it's a super hard kind of thing to do. Cause as, as soon as it's money, as soon as it's better, it, that just makes it better instantly. But to get the money, you have to have like a better scene. So it's mm. kind of like. Are you guys on a full-time salary? Right yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and I think mo the top kind of teams, I, I think Vertex, Vertex Greyhound, and Greyhound. Uh, what about DGG? Um, DGG, were, I think, uh, were, and I think about maybe Antic, maybe Rooster. So there's a few teams. It's starting to get better. It's getting better. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, you have to find some way of just having talent, getting making, making sure you have uh, overseas slots. That's a big thing as well. Yeah, we need more overseas slots. We have If ESL listening or... <laughs> They're all listening, Ben. They all, all listen secretly. Yeah. yeah, we need t two or three spots. Yeah, like that would be. Yeah, we need you, more spots. Nah, it's two. Two is fair. I think two is fair. Two, it's, no, it's two, just for each tournament. Has two to Australian teams and two European and two Middle Eastern teams. Two Aussie teams need to go through. I think the RMR on that kind of note, the RMR needs to be changed from four to eight, though. I, I saw that was a big yeah, discussion yeah. on Twitter, um, and I think that's super important to get everyone yeah. mixed, kind of just promoting more people to play because mm. the majors are right now from you know talking to all people talking to all these different people the main thing is other majors kind of so having more teams in the minor i think is better for the teams to actually yeah. go to the minor and then yeah. also qualify and, um, and and we were talking about it earlier well off off air but they've they've got that big 4,000 seat state, uh, stadium for the, the Challenger stage, which is going to be phenomenal. That's huge. You know, that's way better than just doing it in a studio or something. Well, so, I mean, on that, you, the first thing you just said when I asked you what we need was more lands. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, I was at two or three out of the last four yeah. we had. Um, although there, were, there was, you know, was a missed PAX and I missed the, the Gold Coast one. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the small stadium at Fortress was not full. 
No, In fact, no. it struggled to fill. And there's what, yeah, 150 seats? Yeah, that one was. That one yeah. was. That, that was, they didn't have much presence on social media or anything. So no one really knew Pushed about it. Harder, yeah. yeah, they need to have it a bit more on social media. But then you look at DreamHack and stuff. Yeah, DreamHack. Did you go to DreamHack? Yeah. yeah. Dreamhack? That was there's huge. tons of people yeah. watching that. Yeah, but it wasn't as big as IEM Sydney. No. Nah. Nah. No, it wasn't. Well, that, I mean, it felt like half what we had at IEM. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. And that's, that's just because of the team levels. So. Well, yeah, I, they didn't have any of the big. Well, did they? Oh, they had a couple. Yeah, you reckon, they if, you reckon if they'd had the, yeah, like the phase SK and, and phases yeah, and yeah, Australis, it would have been yeah, more. Yeah. If, oh, it's an, sure. if it's an IEM as well, it changes. Because um, DreamHack was only just a challenger thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if as soon as that becomes bigger, then more people go. Um, and obviously having a bigger stage. and it, It's all about the marketing, really. Yeah. So people know about it. I, I, I remember someone telling me in 2018, 2019, that we had more fans of Counter-Strike, which For I think that number was, yeah. was um, estimated by the IEM attendees. Yeah. Uh, then we had netball and like I don't know mm. hockey or something yeah, combined. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Which are which are you know it's government huge. subsidized sports. Yeah, of course, yeah. That go to the Olympics, yeah. and yet I never see anything about mm. Counter Strike Australia. It's not televised. Mm. You know, it's. Well, that's where we need people to get it's, in there. It's and do non-existent it. in a in yeah, a in a in a social mm. arena. Yeah, which is a, which is a shame because. I mean, I didn't know anything about it, this sport, until he started playing. And, and then once I, once I looked into the, like he started playing when he was little and I thought, what, what, what the hell is this? He's shooting people. And, um, and then once I looked into it and, and worked out the game, it's a brilliant game. Like, it's one of the best, like, it's almost like a chess sort of game in a way. Um, but the skill involved in it and the teamwork involved in it is, is equal, equivalent to any, any sport that I've played. I've played footy and all that sort of stuff, lacrosse, all that. And I ran, actually rang up a radio station in Melbourne and talked about it because I was thinking of bringing into the Commonwealth Games in Brisbane eSports as a, as a um, what do you call it, one of those sports where it's not actually, you know, it's just a, a, a peripheral demo sport sort of sport. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they were thinking of doing that and then one of the guys on the radio station was saying, that's, that's rubbish, that's not a sport. And the yeah, other one was saying yeah. it was. So I, being, I just rang up and said... You know, they, they've got, they've got in Europe especially, not so much here, but in Europe, they've got sports psychs, they've got nutritionists, they've got, they've got coaches, analysts. And they make a difference. They make, they make a, a visible difference. difference. Yeah, it's massive. not vanity. Well, even when, when James and, and his team are playing, it's, you know, they have to go and look through all their own demos. Whereas in Europe, an analyst will just hand them over a, a you know, USB and say, here's your, here's your five minutes you need to watch. The coaches have gone through it. Yeah. And then, and then you don't make those mistakes. There's a couple of mistakes made here and there. They'll never get made again. And they just, you do that over and over and over again. And they just get, they just get better and better and better, which is kind of what our big sports here do, rugby and, and, and AFL and that. But once that starts happening here, but again, then it's all the money, isn't it? You've got to, get, you've got to pay the people to be the analysts and the coaches. And, so you can get there. I think we're still, I think, I think our country's probably still particularly hostile yes because we're so sports yeah, and yeah. activity focused physical right? sport yeah. yeah 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 they are i don't know where you went to school but my you know i had compulsory sport 
Yeah. Every Saturday, yeah. I had to play rugby and cricket, whether no, I liked it or not. That. Yeah, we didn't have that. Okay. He went to an alternative school. Yeah, I went to a, yeah, went to a good school. Oh, different man, school. I wish I'd I been to an <laughs> alternative <laughs> school. I had a really good school. They, they were super supportive of CSGO. They understood. I'd have mm, meetings They were very before, good at yeah. um, Saying, you know, I had to go away and stuff. I ended up doing actually online school this year. Um, but yeah, they were always supportive. Like, I, never, I didn't really do much homework because I would just be playing. Um, and they, they understood that and yeah, I don't know, it was, it was really good. You're like, I can't do my maths homework, I'm literally lining up nades on literally, the Literally, like, <laughs> I'm watching demos leave right me now, alone. leave me alone. That's basically... That's amazing. Are you finished now? Yeah, I'm finished now. I'm okay. all done. Um, online this it, was, it was very, it was actually pretty bit of a struggle, a little bit online, because I didn't go to a single class, but I was doing school while being in Sheffield, so I couldn't communicate with the teachers either. Oh my God. So we'd practice like yeah. eight hours a day, have like an hour for dinner and to chill for a second, and then I'd just do school for like three hours till 12, and then go to sleep and then wake up at like eight, and just keep doing that. So wow. it was a bit of a hard schedule. I mean, we were playing six days a week as well, um, and that wasn't too fun. I would have much rather not done school then. But yeah, I just pr I pushed Can through it, um, and yeah, finish now I, I did unscored so i didn't do like i didn't have to do exams and stuff um what's but, this so it's, it's it's called unscored so it's basically you don't have to do exams but you still get your like your high school certificate bce yeah what's yeah. Ha what's happening to this bloody generation i know it's good well i, I would have done that obviously but if i i wouldn't have been able to go to the exams as well because the time right. difference I right 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 right, right. It just means you can get into uni courses. Yeah, I can you, get you won't be a doctor or a lawyer, but uh -huh. I can be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, but later, later. Yeah, later. Yeah. But you, you, you have to do. After he's won a major, Dad. Come on. Exactly. I win a major. Well, then the I can the be plan a is, yeah, try and win a major and then start your own team in Australia. There you go, with the exactly. analysts and coaches. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Get all the funding. Get it all. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was. It was hard though doing school. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I think the world's changed a lot more than I oh, realised. Yeah, because sure, yeah. yeah. the idea of of finishing your HSC without doing an exam. Mm, weird, isn't it? Maybe it was around. Maybe it just it was just super athletes were doing it. Around, but you don't think so? Not when I was doing it, no. It was, yeah. well, I don't know if it was BC, around. HSC maybe it's a new thing, because it's a lot of schools are kind of doing it now and online especially. Lots of people do it online. Maybe it's a pandemic. Pandemic, pandemic yeah. Thing. Yeah, it, it made it, it was, yeah, it was a really interesting, interesting experience compared to actually in real life school because part of the fun is you know actually being at school but I would just yeah, hop on and I'd, I'd have to I was just googling everything because I couldn't talk to my teachers because I were asleep because of the time zones so I just had to google everything and work it all out it was wow. a bit of fun but it was yeah it was a lot time consuming when I want to just play CS you know be focused on that so mm. I'm glad that that's done it's kind of just that like cloud kind of drifted away off my head don't have to think about it were you always okay with, with yeah. this? yeah yeah it was I, I um I, I in in two thousand I went uh, to to Europe for a bit and I, I raced motorsport a fair bit mm. and I saw the gaming started coming up. There was a Formula One game and a and a motorbike game, um, and I was I was looking at it thinking this is going to be huge. This was in two thousand. I thought because the simulators back then, uh, the racing sims, um, they they were pretty good, but nothing like they are now. But I could see that like. You can you can create leagues out of this where people can race each other and it's very accessible to everyone. You know, you, you, it's hard for Formula One. It's hard for anyone to drive a Formula One car, pretty much, to experience the speed and that. So it's still very popular. But this the online stuff, including this gaming, anything, it, it's so accessible. You can watch Phase versus Navi, watch a major. You know, went five five maps and it was one of the best ever. And then straight after it's finished, you can hop on and play exactly the same. 
game that they were playing. Mm. Same guns, same maps, everything's the same. And it's, that's very hard to do in normal sport. I mean, even AFL, not many people can go and I mean, you can go and play AFL in the park and stuff with your mates, but it's not its not exactly the same. Yeah. Whereas this is, yeah. all, and all esports are like that. You so can't tell a whole AFL team to come to your house no. of strangers and no, go and no, no, play a game. Whereas, yeah. whereas you can just yeah. secure a game and it's play against Secure a game and play against them. Yeah. And it makes you realise how good they actually are. Mm. But people obviously know Formula 1 drivers are good. But if they opt into a Formula 1 car and try to drive it, their appreciation for the skill would go through the roof. Mm. And an esport can do that. So when he when he started getting good at Minecraft, and he was really good at Minecraft. What does it mean to get good at Minecraft? I don't know what he means by that. He used to, he used to used to win all those bloody battles and royal owls. What are they? I and then you go to all these little courses during the school holidays and ended up being the leader of them because he knew all how to do it all and yeah, help the kids and stuff. It was like this the holiday program when I was yeah, holiday like, programs. I used to go to and then you. There was like it was it was cool. Yeah, it was like you got ranked up and you could become like an admin of the yeah, server yeah. and everyone and help the all the kids. Yeah. So so you went. I mean, I think you remember remember you telling me about this. Yeah. You went to a camp. Yeah. You all took your computers. This no, I think no, computers. they, they, they had computers yeah, they and had you guys just played Minecraft all day. Basically, well, yeah, and it was like a server. So it was like a community. Yeah. You had rules on the server. That you had like things you had to, it just basically taught you how to like run yeah. things. And I ended up being, yeah, becoming good. like an admin on it. Yeah. And then you could go home and keep playing on it. Yeah. And then come back on the next, server, yeah. yeah, the next holidays you'd go to it again. Brilliant setup. Dude, this sounds like, I was born in the wrong generation. Yeah, cool. I, yeah. I remember really. We were going to school camps and being bullied by the older kids yeah, playing so. rugby and stuff. No, no, no. I was a small kid. It was just no, like no. horrible sometimes. And this, you guys are just, just sitting there in a land. Super fun. That's yeah, awesome. And then, so then he got good at that, yeah. and, then was, mm. and then he just started playing Counter Strike for some reason at a really young age. A lot of people, a lot of guys I spoke to, they didn't start playing until they were fifteen or sixteen. So yeah. They started when he was really young. Mm. And then I looked into the game and and saw how popular it was in Europe and how skillful it is, and I thought, yeah, you can do that. So, but I pretty much told him, you know, you can do as long as you do footy and cricket, um, and you and you do your school, you can play as much as you want on it. Because yeah. um, I could see that you could get somewhere with it. Mm. And fitness and that has always been super important to me. And I always enjoyed playing normal sports, traditional sports. Um, and I think a lot of it was just keeping the fitness and also being able yeah, to play. A balance. you got to have a balance. Yeah, and I do other things like, you know, workouts, runs and stuff. Mm. And I think that's really, really important to, to keep your head in the game, keep your head clear. Um, and not just kind of get it because you can kind of fall into a rhythm with just playing especially when we're in Sheffield It was a little bit like that where you're just playing 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 Nothing you can else. get a bit too much. So having little breaks, you know, go outside go But his, his mum was always well, what's going on here? What, what's he doing playing all these yeah. games? What's happening? Yeah, so, yeah. And then when he got his first contract sent to him <laughs> she, she flipped out. So she said, oh good goodness is it? It's a contract, got to get a lawyer to look at it. He said, yeah, this is serious. In, in that case. Like, he's good enough to, to get there. As yeah. soon as, if, if he got to a point where he wasn't good enough, I would have said, mate, you know, maybe you should be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But you could, I could tell he was good enough, so. Look, mate, maybe just settle for a surgeon. You know, a yeah, neurosurgeon. Maybe, just, yeah, it's a casual neurosurgeon. <laughs> just be a surgeon just with Just accept your defeat. And <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about the major. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't wait, starting to, well, tomorrow, I think. Um, Greyhound, Greyhound reorder. tomorrow at quarter past two in the morning. And they missed well, order. Tomorrow, that's today, but these guys won't be listening. It's a bit different time, won't it? Yeah, well, I, yeah, when yeah, I can yeah. do this. Yeah, right. Maybe yeah. may after. I don't, maybe I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Today. Yeah. Some of the matches. They're playing OG, right? Yeah. Greyhound, OG, not order. And yeah. they missed OG at Dreamhack because yeah. they were knocked out by Imperial. That's right, yeah. But I think they're probably a better matchup 
with OG. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? What, what's your prediction? Well, did they? I don't think Vex White was playing at um, Dream. Oh, what, no, he was wasn't. It? He wasn't playing. Oh yeah, Hats, Hats was, was filling standing in. So, so look, I mean, oh, I'd love to see them do well because it it makes the Australian scene better. Um, it's also a best of one. Yeah, we'll best of one there. So anything can happen. If they get Inferno, they've got a good chance, right? Start just play rock every every round, and hopefully (laughs) they don't adjust quick enough. (laughs) Basically, if they can shoot them before OG can shoot them, they can win. They can win. I reckon. That's the level of in depth we have on (laughs) this podcast. But it'll be great for them to do to do well uh because it makes it makes on call look better. It makes Vertex look better. It makes everyone the whole scene look better. Mm -hmm. If they go over there and get smashed, you know. Oh, Greyhound are the, are the best team at, at the moment in Australia. Not only just, I think the other two teams are catching them. They're pretty close Yeah, now. For, for all the people who can't see, Ben was doing air quotes there. I was doing air, air quotes. Oh, no. No <laughs> other air quotes on, on As he should, as a good dad, should Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it'll be good for them. I, I'm, I'll be getting up and watching them, so I'll set the alarm. Absolutely, I'll be well, here with a projector. Well, we've got Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, so Monday we don't really have to work. We just take it off. Don't yeah, we? Yeah. Oh, you got the projector here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got, you got beers? We're at a party? What's happening? I sit here and watch majors by myself yeah. for the projector and beers. Oh, just give us a yell, man. I'll turn up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll watch. Yeah, it's it's um, I it's can't gonna wait. Be, it's going to be great. I it's can't, gonna wait. Be I can't wait either. Well, it's, it's funny because Vexite and James grew up together playing from from really young age yeah right they were the two youngest really uh-huh. and so I'd always, we'd always watch them and Vexite's about six months older than James so he's always a li- he was always a little bit ahead of James in terms of the teams he was in yeah um so it's but then James was first to go overseas with um with LFO before yeah. before Declan in 2021 we, would, we basically beat them every single event Mm. Like and it was it would always go to like the yeah they'd always beat order we'd so always, be always beating order so right he never really got and Vexite was on order right so when you came back from overseas like let me tell you how it is yeah yeah, yeah that's right. and now he's in the major and all the and all the and all the tournaments that James qualified for overseas this year they were all they weren't stage events yeah right they were, bit, they were good events but they weren't yeah. stage yeah and he's always wanted to play on stage so then you just get like the big stage two stage so I'm 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 happy for him it's super so hopefully. Do really well, yeah. 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 I think they're they're a really solid team, they're a really good team, and they're a good bunch of guys, too. Really nice, yeah, yeah. So, really good guys, and so is all the Vertex. Like, the whole scene's really nice, really. That they're all there's no no idiots in the scene. Everyone I've ever met has always been lovely, and so it's a really good community. Mm. It's there's some people who online might talk, you know, oh, yeah, you get everyone. So, and then in life, who are you talking about? There's, there's, there's some players that, you know, they'll, they'll they talk. They don't last long. But, yeah, they, they, all the top players don't, you know, if, yeah. if you're going to be a top player, and then there's some people who are held back by it, you have to just... So they're going to be a team player, right? You've got to be nice, just be normal. So they're going to be OG? You, you should know more about that than I have. I don't think so. I think OG are really good, and it's going to be, I don't think they'll win. Um, I think they have, you know, they have Flames, Degaster, Awesome, Orpa. Um, I, I think... It's, it is a best of one though, like the way that they play, they can kind of get momentum going. So if they're getting those, if, you know, you know, Vexite gets a 3k pistol, you know. Well, and Inge has been, Inge has been like Oh yeah, quiet, also like, Inge, yeah. Ali was playing good as well, so it's... Mm. Ali's their lowest rated player though. Yeah, yeah that, which is great. Is their highest rated. Which is, which is, which is great. Well, Inge, I think Inge is. Inge no, is no, no, sorry, Dexter's um, oh, Dexter, so the orc yeah. matchup is pretty. Yeah, but Ali can pop off if he goes, and it's good that he's lower because if he if he has a one point three game or something like that, they could they'll win easy. 
you know what I mean? Like, if he does. He, yeah, he can. Yeah, he can, for sure. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. just about filling it for them. They, yeah. they have, they kind of have this zone that they go into and they just kind of start rolling. And they, but that, I mean, that's, that shouldn't be how it is, right? No. Sure like, not. they should be, they should have a, a higher floor than that where it's mm. not, uh, I'm having a good day, so I'll play good. Yeah. It's like I'm always. I think that's what they're striving for. That's so what they're Dave, for, yeah. the, the coach, and, and yeah. Will. They all, they, I mean, that's what Do they have for. a psych there? Yeah. I don't think they've got a psych, a sports psych, no. No, I don't think so, no. yeah. No, but that, that'd be. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the next thing on the team here. Oh, analysts, I reckon analysts would be. Analysts are super helpful. Analysts. Yeah. Because yeah. they can just get all the, you know, the. The crap that no one wants to do, just get yeah. grind the damage. I reckon there's dudes out there who are doing that already in yeah. their spare time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I reckon there'd be plenty to do with it. Who would who would go? Yeah, I'll, I'll chuck you my thoughts for yep. whatever fifty bucks a game or yeah, something. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's hard because you kind of sometimes people ask for a bit too much. I know coaches. They it, it's it's almost going against the the two options are like do I get coach and lower the budget. Huh. Like the team because of you know the the amount of money teams have over here, or not get a coach and have more money to go into the players, go into the org, and if you if coaches are asking for like a lot a lot of money, it's you know it's, it's what are coaches hard. making in Australia? I'll coach for free. <laughs> Carl, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I th I think they make similar to what players will make, and I'm not sure exactly what players make as a general thing. Uh -huh. I mean. I think it's even well, speaking Europe, very generally. Europe or here? Here. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, that, that, the thing is over here, it's always a bit less. So it's, you know, it's not much. Um, so I think the, what's the median income here? Is it 60 grand in Australia? The, the average. Or seven, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we looked it up the other definitely day. Definitely more than it's that. It's about 60, uh -huh. 65 Yeah, well, yeah. This is definitely. And that was, it's an interesting thing you say that because, yeah, they're doing, well, James does eight, nine hours a day. Yeah, well, depend, depending. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. We're, if we're practicing, if you're going hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing forty hours. They're doing a proper. It's a, it's a job, really. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Um, so yeah, and then you look. You, it, it looks good, the money, but then you work out. Well, hang on. If you were doing that in a job, at Coles, yeah, you'd be, you'd be getting a wealthy man. seventy grand. Well, mm. not, yeah, but yeah. yeah exactly. So, but then there's the potential later on down the yeah. track to really make more if you make majors. Because if you make majors so yeah. much, if you make just I, overseas tournaments and start doing them good. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, there's a lot in it. I tell you what, I, I, I'm a screenwriter, right? As, yeah. as you know, yeah, yeah. and I was rolling the dice for 15 mm. years. Yeah. yeah. And, and not making nearly as much money yeah. as the people I went to university with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, I didn't succeed in that career or this career because I'm more talented. Mm. Just everyone else stopped. Yep. Yeah. Because they had kids or they were yep. like, I want to make more money doing this. Yeah. I just hang around and I'm like the only yeah. one left from yeah, my yeah. year yeah. who's still doing it. So yeah. I get hired. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same in CS because, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different beast, but mm. probably would be. I, I, I think, think there so. is a level of attrition to these yeah. gambles yeah. where, you know, if you stick around long enough, yeah, people are like, that's yeah, I think something it's just, worth, if, you just, if you have skill, you put in work, if you have, you know, a bit of hand-eye hand coordination, a bit of coordination of how to play, and yeah, you just keep playing. Oh, I think you're just balance it. Like the, the odds of, it's just kind of like a, I don't know, what is it? A pyramid, pyramid or something. It just keeps, you know, as going down the pyramid, it just keeps getting wider. Like funnel, sales yeah. funnel, just keep putting them in. Exactly. And I, I also think by the time you're in your 20s, like yeah. the whole player age of pros will have shifted a bit. Like yeah. even though some are getting younger, I think we're also getting a- Getting older, yeah. yeah. 
for sure. People are appreciating the veterans a lot more. Hundred yeah, percent. And I think that's a, a super interesting like. Yeah, well, like how old's Curry? He's he's the oldest player in the major, I think. Thirty-two, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the oldest player in the major. I'm pretty sure. Mm. So. You know, well, there's no reason why they, they can't they can't be playing at that at that age. You've got Formula One drivers reach their peak around that, and they they need to be on the ball, right? Otherwise, uh, they die. So, uh, like, like, there's no reason why people can't be playing. And a couple of the Brazilian guys are really old, too. Yeah, they? yeah, uh, fallen and they're uh, fallen. Though. They're yeah, they're a lot. Older. And the experience, it's got to help. And, yeah, and, and talking especially to, when you're on the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and and having Great. the Brazilian crowd as a Brazilian team, they're gonna. That's going to be a really fun time. I really hope they make the, the legends. Well, right. Is it OG, they're Brazilian, aren't they? OG? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, they're... No, 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 no. Imperial and... Oh, I'm thinking Imperial. Infuria. Infuria, yeah. Infuria. So, so well, we're back on the major. Yeah, yeah, any yeah. any pickums or predictions or hot takes? I've got to do mine. When does it start? Can I do mine? You should do it tonight. You haven't done your pick... Do your pickums. Uh, right, my, my pickums are... Who did I put 3-0? I think I put... Let's look. I'll, I'll find this. I, I put... Like all the basic teams at the bottom, Vitality, Cloud9. Is this just for Challenger stage? Yeah, yeah, this is just for Challenger. Is that there? I'm going to have a quick yeah. look at it. I may have put Imperial 3-0 just because of the crowd. Um, wow. Because I always put 3-0 picks as just kind of like a random. Yeah, yeah, make, yeah. Probably won't go It'll through. It'll make you look like a genius exactly. if you get it. Exactly. Um, I think um, I think there's, there's so many good teams that have just kind of come up. And obviously this is only the Challenger stage, right? Oh, this is the this is the challenger stage, and this you know all these teams are great. Like all most of these teams could like you know compete for that top spot. So we'd well, have to put Vitality three. three Vitality three. put through Cloud Nine, Furia, Outsiders, Mouse, OG, um, and then it kind of gets a bit more iffy. I think I put Fnatic in big as well, but you know all these teams at the bottom. IHC they look amazing. Like, mm. They look so strong um, coming into it. Uh, Bad News Eagles, of course, Imperial with the crowd. There's just there's so many like storylines. Like I feel like this is one of the most hyped majors that it's I've seen. Huge, like I I just see so I much stuff. I can't believe you didn't qualify. Yeah, been, could have been in Brazil. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's annoying. Anyway. Can't believe I couldn't get a fucking ticket. Yeah. Ugh. Why not? I couldn't even queue up for the for the ticket. It was sold out. Oh really? Oh yeah. for the Brazil major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I put I put something on Twitter the other day, uh, a couple of days ago, saying, oh, "Australia, we deserve it," and that uh, didn't go down well. <laughs> why should Why should Australia get it before Brazil? We got the best. Now Brazil deserves one. I know. That's what I said. I said, said, "No, no, no. You guys deserve it. Don't, worry, don't get yeah, me wrong. But we want one as well. We want one as well. But Paris, there's Paris coming up. We should be interesting next year. Yeah, next major is Paris. Yeah. So that'd be good. Zyra in his home territory. I think Vitality will win. I know they're only the challenge stage, like three now. Yeah, they were three zero. Yeah, and they'll. I think they'll. Honest. I don't know. I have a feeling because I were. They. I've watched one of their their videos, their um, like vlogs or whatever, mm. and they just seem to have good kind of team chemistry. Don't they? Yeah, they seem really. Zyra just seems like a really nice guy. Obviously, Dad took a photo with him. Yeah, I met him in the swimming pool in Dallas. Yeah, had a chat with him. Amazing. Took a photo with him. He yeah. was, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think they're looking super strong and. Yeah, there's just so many teams. Yeah, that's amazing. These are the, these are challenges. Who do you think's gonna win? Ooh, yeah. oh, it's hard. I don't know. I feel like Vitality might come out and win. 
I, I mean, that's, that's a bit of a... Go, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't someone have to knock FaZe out in a semi for that? I don't see them beating FaZe. Don't no, you? Like, maybe FaZe. Na'Vi takes FaZe out in the semi and then stumbles on the... Maybe something like that. Maybe something like a FaZe... Oh, but there's so many teams. G2 like, didn't make it, did they? No. no, they didn't make it, which is sad. Your son, you should know about this. Right? My, 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 <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember going to, to Brisbane, because he's from Brisbane, I don't remember. <laughs> You didn't have a work trip there in the 80s? <laughs> no, I don't think so. A boozy night? <laughs> if you had red hair, it might be a weird <laughs> <laughs> It would be in trouble. So um, I can't, we can't go for G2, because that's sort of... Oh, I'm going for... I, I don't, I'm going for... Nah, NIP. NIP? NIP. They're my second. Really? They're my... They're my yeah. Really when we were in, in um, Dusseldorf, we were next door in the prac rooms to NIP, and the, Daniel, their coach, we, we, we'd sort of got along really well, so... So we did a, a, a shirt swap. I got his nip shirt and I gave him an LFO shirt. Oh, sick. And I've been in contact with him ever since. So I tried to get him to come down, get them to come to um, DreamHack. But they, apparently they don't go anywhere for any... When the prize money's less than 500 grand, they don't go anywhere. Wow. Yeah, so that's like a Christy Turlington to. of, uh, yeah. of um, eSports. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Well, um, so I'm going for nip. Well, they're yeah. looking... Like they could, they, good. they could honeymoon their way to the, yeah, the semi. Oh, well, Lexi yeah. B is in the. Did he get yeah. Lexi B looks super yeah, comfortable. He started, he, he's, yeah, he started. He's yeah. now can just relax and yeah. run around and kill everyone. I don't think he ever play, found his place in G two. I mean, just no. even hanging around G two at events. Mm. I swear he was just never. We there. never really saw. Really, it was always either Monacy. He would yeah, he would Monacy. just hang around and he's funny. He'd just walk around, talk to everyone. Or it would be Monacy, Nico, all them together, and then mm. where's Lexi B? So I feel like there was always some sort of wow, backstage gossip here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look, that's maybe that's looking into <laughs> Lexi was but. off crying in the toilet. <laughs> maybe I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think well, he was speak, hanging out with the Nip boys. Yeah, maybe. He's hanging out with he probably is having beers in the hotel room or something. Probably, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah so I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm going NIP. Yeah. I, I, I love it. It's just like it's insane. Who, well, who do you want to win? Because that's a that's, that's a good, who I want to win. That's a good. Yeah. That's better than trying to work out who. Or, or Mao's obviously because because Dexter. Um, so Mao's or and we and we know the Mao's guys too pretty well. They're they're, mm. pretty, they're lovely. They're good mm. guys. Well, Bemis, he's not there anymore. Mm. Bimus, what how do they say? Bimus. 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 But he's not playing. Yeah. Told Bimis to get down here. Justice for Bimis. He Justice should. I mean, he Bimis. can have a great team here. He, yeah. he got hard done by. I feel like. He, oh, 100%. You feel that too? I've definitely like. Obviously, they got exertion or whatever. Mm. Now he's a really good player. But I think Bimis had like a really. He, I remember playing against him, and he just kind of has this way that he kind of plays. And it's if you're just, listening, Bimis, get down here. We've got a spot Bimis. for you. Yeah, come to Australia, man. Come to Australia. I've got a four Bimis stack you can draw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I th yeah, I, I think it would be. I want Nip to win because obviously they're they're the boys, and I, I really want Vitality to win. So as I will get some major. I don't, you know, oh, Phase of Phase of one. There's Nip, uh, Navi. Of simple one is. Simple's got his. Yeah. So yeah. Gives we'll, we'll go for we'll go for. This is all supposing that Greyhound obviously don't just destroy oh, yeah. everyone. Destroy everyone. How good would that be? Do you think they're? Do you think they are the best super team we can muster, or are there is there a weak piece that you would? Chop and change somewhere. <laughs> See if we're going to say that. Come on. <laughs> well, I, I've Can't always wait. said we should put a super Australian team together, but yeah. everyone's idea of the super team would be different, wouldn't it? Right. Are you talking about just Australian players? Like in Australia, yeah, or yeah, can yeah. we get anyone from no, the no, 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 no. Just, just Australian. Australian. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got my five. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, though. <laughs> you can say it. Oh, well, James just misses out, so. 
Yeah, 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 true. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I think... Well, I'm not going to say it. I think Greyhound are getting, getting there. I think, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a matter of seeing how the, all the pieces kind of go together. I think, I think they've got some, obviously, Declan Beckside joining was definitely one step closer. Um, and I think it just comes down to how much time they can get in Europe, how it all works together, how I think it's hard for them not having an IGL. Or they have an IGL and Inz is IGLing. Um, that's still, well, I mean, that was always temporary, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, that's but because he's done so well, yeah. that's why they've left him there. If, if they had a solid IGL, um, I think it would help them a lot. Obviously, Inz is doing amazing. He's carrying them. It's, it seems analogous to the Hampus. Case. Yeah, it's similar. It's, similar yeah. it's very similar. Yeah. But he, he, yeah, he has a, he's really, really impressive. Because I, I think Hampus is the same. Hampus is an amazing mm. player. I, I love Hampus. But it's kind of, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, you can see how Hampus is fitting in now. And mm. I think, yeah, what you're saying, um, uh, Greyhound can do a similar kind of thing, bringing in hopefully an IGL at some point. Um, but it's hard because no one, there's not really any IGLs here. So mm. you know, we'll see what, see what they do. As a might take Azza, who knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take him, don't take him. <laughs> well, I'm out of things to talk about. Did you guys yeah. want to chat about anything? No. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty... What do you want to talk about? Um, yeah. I don't know. Any more backstage goss? Uh, Worst, grumpiest pro? Grumpiest pro. Ooh. Oh. It, I can't um, remember. Who's, uh, who's, is it, is it Smooch? Smooch? Yeah. Smooch, yeah. Hooch. Hooch, yeah. Hooch. Oh, hooch. Hooch. Yeah, Hooch is, hooch is cool from... Um, no, we like Hooch. Entropic. Entropic, yeah. Entropic, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's funny as... Ex-Entropic. Yeah. Ex-Entropic, yeah. Did he leave? No, Entropic's dead. Oh, Jesus. I've got to get up with it, don't I? Oh, no. Really? It was pretty soon after out. Dreamhack. They, they, was it? They dumped the whole team. Oh. That's sad. Well, there's mm. a coach. Let's get Hooch down. Carl, yeah, go get Hooch. <laughs> hey, come to Australia. When the dream hack, he gave me a big bottle of Russian vodka. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Because yeah. we had a, a cocktail night in Dusseldorf and he, he had <laughs> lots of cocktails. The Russians, they look. That would be Russian. That's our team so, strat. No, well, not me, obviously. But not you. Uh, all my teammates, they're just. You know, no, they don't. They're all right. They they get they they had like a cocktail thing. We had on, a cocktail night, and then we took a map off Nip. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. So now we want to have so cocktails all the time. Exactly, right. So. Okay. That sounds like a very short term strategy. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'd say yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hooch, good guy. Yeah, he's lovely. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He's a, he was the coach of Entropic, was he? Hmm. Well, yeah. Hooch, if you're listening and you feel like getting a tan, yeah, get yeah. get down here, mate. Come down south. Yes. Get out of Russia. Yeah. Is he in Russia? Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get out of Europe. Get out of Europe. They're gonna have no energy this, this yeah. winter apparently. Yeah. They won't be able to Go heat themselves. Okay, this is, this is getting... Well, this we're is, getting into... This is where we said we'd end up, isn't it? Well, if Paris doesn't have any energy to run the major next year, maybe they can bring it to Australia, because... 100%, because we'll have yeah, energy. We'll have heaps of energy. We've got, got the sun, it'll be yeah. summer. And um, Carl yeah. has his solar... Solar, exactly. ...that can just power the entire 100%. arena. We could do that. Power an entire major on green energy. Yeah, yeah, the first green major. Do you hear that couple? Yeah, yeah. Get I love on it. To it. Awesome, guys. Well, yeah. I reckon let's call it a day. Call it a day. So enjoy the and get ready for Sunday. Greyhound and so. Yeah. And yeah, get a nap in first. Hopefully, when people are listening to this, they've already won. Yeah, they've won the whole major. They're not listening because they're celebrating.